What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Early Release Podcast. It's Monday. It's Martin Luther King Day. Guys, we have a, a very uh, special announcement. This week was the first ever guest on the show, a friend of mine that I met back in university. Uh, we talk about a bunch of crazy things, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. There is a cut in the audio because the equipment that we used to record um, just stopped recording halfway through. So I'm going to take that break and the break in the audio and use it to uh, post on Wednesday the second part of the episode. So this will be split into two parts. Uh, it was a great time talking to my friend. I haven't seen him in a long time. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. And uh, without further ado, here's my conversation with my friend Aaron. All right. Just want to make sure your audio is working. Oh, hello. Yeah, perfect. All right. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, man, I'm glad to be here. Well, um, I'm glad to be in my in my apartment. <laughs> well, yeah. We're coming to you live from my couch. Thanks for the invite. Um, this is not the best mobile setup, but it's a setup. It sounds great. I like it. It's amazing what you could do with just like, you know, a little iPad and stuff like that. For sure. But like, I wish I could set this up and have a second one and stuff like that and have like a... I've seen people do podcasts. There's this one guy, um, Tim Dillon. He's done his podcast. I mean, he's way popular now. He's got like a studio and all that. But dude, you'd be surprised. He's done his podcast from his bed. That his producer <laughs> sits in his bedside and he's just some fat guy, man. And he just literally sits back and is just talking shit like but, in his bed. So they're holding the microphones as well? No, no. He's holding his microphone. It's okay. not that lazy. Okay. That would be that would be very... That would be like some My 500 Pound Life type of podcast. Just like, have like a fucking boom arm coming from <laughs> And he's just like talking into the mic. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, so I've seen people also have mobile setups that they just bring these boom arms just kind of around with them. Like, do you know who Lex Friedman is? Or Friedman, I think. Yeah, I know Lex Friedman. Yeah, he's like the physicist guy, right? Yeah, MIT. He does, yeah, MIT, he does AI. I like what he talks about. What he talks about is really cool. Um, it's just that like his, his voice is like very like, man. It like puts you to sleep. That's kind of what I fall asleep to every day. Yeah. I like to put his podcast on. And that's what I like to fall asleep to. Yeah. I wish he could talk about what he talks about, but like in Alex Jones's voice. That would be really insane. <sighs> Alex Jones Alex Jones is just fucking crazy. Yeah, he's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. He's a psychopath. <laughs> I found my dad I caught my dad watching InfoWars the other day. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I have an uncle that watches it. And it's like that was probably crazy. the first time I ever heard of it, way before I even heard of podcasting. I was like, Yeah. Wow, this is a maniac. Well, I don't think I've ever heard of any of like any of my friends or family or anything watching Infowars before I saw that. Like I yeah. knew of it because of Joe Rogan. Oh, of course, yeah. So, um, but I've never seen anyone actually watch it. Yeah, I have a friend who's a fucking crazy like flat earther. He probably watches that shit. Like he's yeah. a hardcore flat earther. Yeah, I feel like people get like really into the the search, like the search for the truth, or it's it's a combination of that and also like wanting to like let's be very honest a lot of those people aren't the most uh successful types you know what i mean like conspiracy theorists and so they're like they feel like knowing something that other people don't makes them like yeah on a higher level so you know, <laughs> you know what i mean but the, the thing is the, the jump that this kid did he was he's he's smart he's a smart kid and it's just like yeah i didn't speak to him since the end of high school maybe and i saw him like a yeah. year ago and that jump from just not just I mean, it's kind of crazy the shit he says. Like he thinks that um he thinks like Yao Ming's a giant. 
Like he thinks that like Whoa, that's a that's an interesting yeah. one. Yao Ming's a giant. So he, he like thinks, like what do you mean by giant? Like twenty feet tall? Like no, like he thinks that giants and dwarves like you know how there's dwarfism? He thinks oh, that like those okay. are aliens. Okay. He thinks that he already lives upon and then not only that, but apparently past the ice caps of the flat earth, there's uh other worlds. Like we we just live all in this giant dome that has different worlds in it past the ice caps see a lot of people like hear of those kinds of opinions and are like oh gross uh like i'm just interested in talking to somebody that thinks like that <laughs> like i'm fascinated like you gotta like separate yourself from like the hate and like the oh this guy is such an idiot it's like no man like there's so many people out there in the world and like it's better to just like try to like appreciate the variety and the mindset the variety is like <laughs> insane how do you think someone gets into that well other than the rabbit hole of course there's the youtube rabbit holes obviously there's nowadays just social media kind of pigeonholing people into like certain ways of thinking and so if you separate social media i guess because nowadays like everybody's a conspiracy theorist everybody's an epidemiologist you know what i mean everybody's a political scientist everybody you meet For so sure. like if you separate that, right, if you, separ if you separate that and you go to, like, the real hardcore guy, the guy that's wearing the T-shirts, like, <laughs> like, like fake, Space's fake T-shirts, those guys, I feel like they probably, like I said before, I hate to say this about your friend, but, like, they don't got a lot going for them, you know what I mean? And a lot of them probably, uh, well, a lot of them are men, a high percentage of them are men. That's fair. And they probably don't have a lot of sex, I would imagine, right? I don't know. He, I mean, he's 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 a he's 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 getting out there, and he's a. I think he's getting out there. Really, or at least was, prior to his girlfriend. I think his girlfriend cheated on him or something. But he's uh he's like a bodybuilder, like hardcore bodybuilder. I work. Yeah, I'm into working out a lot too, and I will say that yeah, like um, it uh, a lot of the the bodybuilder types tend to be like very isolated a little bit. Interesting. Like, cause cause it's it's a it's a, you know, like, and, and like also they tend to be very independent minded and in good ways and bad ways, you know, just like team sports people, people that are really into a team sport. If you've, if you're like, and not just a little bit, like I played a little baseball when I was a child, but I was terrible. I mean, people <laughs> that like really are about the team sport life, like, oh, I'm 25 years old. I'm not going to play in the MLB, but I love meeting with my guys and playing baseball. Those guys are the most like sociable people and like very like uh you know like like they're all about like and like cooperativeness and togetherness you know so like it's surprising how like weightlifting because it's an individual activity tends to drag like have a draw to individualistic people you know like i mean the guys that are like very you know right wing like you know fuck you know what i mean like yeah. freedom or whatever they they tend to be very like like the weightlifting guys tend to be those types, you know. Interesting. Well, he he's not just weight. I mean, he he competed in, in bodybuilding. Has a always competed. He's a professional. Professional oh, the, bodybuilder. Like a, what a what um federation or whatever. Like so, IFBB. Fuck if I know, bro. I don't. Uh, Is he natural? He so he was up until he got his professional card. Yeah, IFBB mean? card, probably. So, well, or, or the other one that starts with an N. I forget what it is. What is it? I, I think he wanted to go to Mr. Olympia like that. He's like that into it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's in, intense, that's but like intense it's cool. Even though it's like a very 
rough lifestyle to actually take it to that degree like even like if the guy's on steroids like you gotta appreciate it you oh know yeah. what i mean oh yeah like the, the, i appreciate it like I, like a lot of people that are into working out like into that sphere like man like it's it's just different routes some people have the natural route some people have the steroid route like you do you you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's not really a thing that's looked down upon you know well he started doing steroids because of the fact that y- you just can't compete with those professionals yeah 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 100 so he yeah. was he was doing amateur yeah. was winning and then when he got his professional card he like got like fourth or something he's like i need to do steroids yeah if you want to make it your living i was actually um do you ever watch generation iron uh it was no super cool like a uh, series of documentaries i mean i'd recommend anybody watch that um especially if you're trying to get into weightlifting like that's fundamentals you know um they've always been about professionals they've always been about the steroid users um and then the last one that they just made, I got to admit, it was the most boring one <laughs> is about the naturals. But it was really cool, though. And, like, it's amazing to me how, like, the top and these are like and there's a lot of quote unquote natural federations or whatever. But, like, this is the most legit natural. Like, they test like crazy and all that. The the even the top of the top guy, like literally the guy that's the champion every year, like he's like the Tom Brady of natural bodybuilding. Like, he's just always winning. That guy has a day job. Really? Like well, he's a he's a he's a firefighter. Yeah. It's like wow. That's that's what Rodney Coleman Rodney Coleman was a cop because he had to be to pay his bills. Yeah, well, that was because well, it was still very profitable back then. But like if he would have been a bodybuilder today, he probably would have been able to make money off of his bodybuilding a little bit earlier. And because of Instagram and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. On Instagram, he would have made a ton of money, and then he would have transitioned from there. Yeah. Like how big he was as a cop is insane. That wouldn't happen nowadays. Bro, imagine that guy pulling you over. You'd fucking shit yourself. I'd be like, sir. He'd literally roll down the window, and right away, I'd be like, <laughs> Blue Lives Matter. Oh my god, I love you so much. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he, that guy's that guy's massive, and I think he yeah. said he was he was natural for a very long period of time. Yeah, which is fucking crazy. What do well, you? The what, best, yeah, the best, uh, the the top of the top, um, professionals, were also the best naturals. Like it, like steroids only does so much. Like sure. there's people that are literally known to just load them up on steroids. Like this guy Boston Lloyd, and he's like, he's terrible. Mm. Like his physique is terrible because like I would say like it's like seventy percent genetics and then thirty percent steroids. Yeah, you this know? kid has crazy genetics. I'll show he's you crazy. after. Yeah, he's fucking. Yeah. he's he's massive. But like I said, his his mindset. I mean, I don't understand how you can have normal. Like I've been his friend since fifth grade, so like yeah. I don't judge him. But how can you have normal friends if you're like a crazy flat earther? You know what I mean? Like how do you find people with that same mindset? And if if you have people who have differing mindsets, how do you befriend them? How does someone befriend like a flat earther? You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like back. I mean, well, it depends on how much they're into it, right? Because like I feel like back then, people were a lot less like. You know, like, I can't be friends with you if you believe this and that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Back then, people were just like, wow, you're crazy. Come on, let's go get a beer. Relax. You <laughs> know what I mean? So I guess it just depends on how, like, is he always talk? Like, is he someone that's always talking about it? I'll put it to you this way. We went to my, my brother's professional fighter. Uh, we went to his fight. And it was, the whole card was like three hours. Yeah, yeah. He argued with another friend of mine for three hours about it. And then we went to go to dinner. And we had dinner. And two hours of dinner was just arguing about flat Earth. He sounds fun. He's he's he's, he's interesting. You gotta admit, it's fun. It is. It's fun. fun. It is fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun listening. And 
at the time that we had that dinner, yeah. I was working for NASA. So. Oh, like you're, you were an interning there? I was interning at NASA. That's awesome. And so hearing this guy who's like, I'm a flat earther. Oh, and I'm like, no. hey, I, I work at NASA. It's yeah, because he's basically calling you a liar. <laughs> it was just interesting. It was just, yeah. I, I don't understand how you get that into that rabbit hole. I don't. We call him the Eddie Bravo of our of our group. Eddie Bravo? He's the Eddie Bravo of our group. See, but those people, if they don't go too far, I mean, like you said, he was talking about it for three hours. No, he's, he's, that could he's be, deep. This that could be a little deep. too much, but they could be very fun. I, I got to admit, like, when I find people that I agree with on everything, I... It's not fun. It's not fun at no. all. You like to a argue. Lot of, yeah, a lot of people just like to like, oh my God, yes, because this fucking guy is such an asshole, blah, blah, blah. And they just like to go back and forth and back and forth about how much they hate one person, whatever that person may be, or how much they believe this one thing, whatever. And it's just like, that's so boring. Yeah. That's so boring. Well, I think as humans, we like conflict. Yes. So I think yeah. uh, naturally, you like the best thing is having... Uh, like deferring opinions from people yeah like uh, healthy yeah in a healthy way not like yeah. see the unhealthy thing of today is that like it's not just differing opinions it's differing realities and mm. that's where it gets bad when like you just live in a different planet as somebody else yeah you know what i mean like a flat earther that yeah you see that but but see that's fun that's fun uh, that's not like you know what i mean that's fun that's not harmful yeah there you go yeah. that's why twitter isn't taking down flat earthers that's fair. Because flat earthers aren't harmful. Donald Trump, on the other hand, he's a little <laughs> harmful. He's a little, you know. Yeah. So in regards to the the um, the flat earth thing, what do you think is the reason why they believe it? Like, why would someone be so into arguing about it? What? All right, I guess the better question is, do you see any points to it? points like any like well it's it's kind of the i guess you could say it's the ultimate like it's the ultimate thing of like everything you know is fake and i'm and i'm here to prove it to you it's the ultimate right so you so you think you think they want to know something that other people don't exactly yeah they just want to be like on another playing like on, on another level like oh man i'm on another That's level fair. i did the research i did the, there's this oh you don't want to talk about a friend that i know that also is on that same playing field and again like i said like a lot of these people tend to have i don't want to just say like success problems or relationship problems but something's wrong something's wrong in another sphere this guy that i knew okay he great guy great guy like all around covid hit he lost his job. Things went bad for him, right? Next thing you know, he makes a second Instagram account and he just starts flooding it with crazy conspiracy theories. And obviously because I have his contact on my phone, like I find him right away and I'm like, oh, look, this, this guy, you know, blank made another Instagram, huh? I click on him I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I run into him at the gym and, oh, this is interesting because... I have family that's in law enforcement, right? Mm -hmm. And so immediately he comes up to me talking about how like, um, oh yeah, I know you have family in law enforcement, so I would really like, if you can help me get in or something, because you know, I lost my job and now I just really want to be a cop because I want to fight the pedophiles. And I was like, oh what? no, you want to become a cop because you're a QAnoner? <laughs> like, oh no, this is terrible. But like, I just sit there and I'm just like, okay, okay, yeah, 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 cool. 
And then I let him know that like I'm not I don't believe that, but like I'm not <laughs> trying to challenge him. And he was like, Oh man, trust me, I've done the research. I've done the research. What's, I've done the research. What's the pedophile thing? You don't know about the QAnon pedophile Well, basically it's like so it's kind of a thing that's a part of the alt right um movement. Alex Jones, surprisingly enough, the guy that's like the god of the conspiracy theorist people, he actually hates those people. Damn. So Alex that Jones tells you something. Yeah, yeah. There's a video, man. You know, it'd be cool if you could uh, hook up like videos and stuff. Because, uh, yeah. but if but if people just look that up, Alex Jones going off on QAnoners. That's how crazy the conspiracy theory is. That Alex Jones is like, you guys are idiots. Damn. You know. So yeah. So the, basically, uh, there's. I'm sure there's a lot to it, and I haven't like done a lot of research into it. But generally speaking, it's like, um, all of Hollywood. And all the people, pretty much everybody. I mean, everybody is a pedophile. <laughs> that's, that's like that's the best theory? way I could put it to you. It's yeah. like everybody is a friggin' pedophile. That's like the whole entire conspiracy theory. And like there's, I think like there was like a lot of certain people that they targeted, like Tom Hanks, for whatever reason, is a pedophile and all that. And obviously the whole Epstein thing gave them a lot of like oh, yeah. steam probably. Because sure, I yeah. feel like it really took off when the whole Epstein thing happened. Makes sense. But yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's safe to assume that these, you have so much money. What the fuck are you doing with that money? You know what I mean? You could buy a kid. Yeah. You know, one of the things that's amazing is like when you're a kid, like you think, oh, I want a million billion. As soon as you hit your 20s, I feel like you're like, wait a minute. If you just make like six figures, you can basically do everything. Like, what is it that you can't do? Can't fly your own private jet? Like, are you you really that bothered by other people on the plane? You know what I mean? Like, I think... uh, like once you reach 200k a year you're fucking chilling like yeah. 100k i mean yeah. you're not struggling but you're like you're still you're still worried about the bills every once in a while right like if you it depends a, how big your nice family house, is it yeah, depends how big, big your family is yeah big family big house you're probably worried yeah but if you're paying 200k a year you're fucking that's chilling. it like where can't you go yeah. where can't you go you might not be able to fly at first class there and back and go to five-star restaurants every time yeah you might have to have a cheeseburger every now and then on the trip yep but like but you can vacation anywhere still. and you're more than likely eating out every night yeah i, I think know that's people, a big thing i know people that like make well into six figures and the amount that they go out to eat is absurd and like not even just out to eat like oh let's just waste money let's be wasteful let's go to let's go to the drive-thru let's go to this let's just not cook not like laziness i mean let's go to a five-star corporate steakhouse on a weekly basis damn like it's like that's a goal though you know what i mean wow i you don't have no idea how many friends i have that are like in the workforce making like let's say 70 plus whatever it is that they're making it's more than like most of them i would say are making more than 60 yeah, right. if you have a solid degree, you yeah. can make more than sixty. So yeah. they're they're making more than sixty. I'm I'm gonna assume safely. Yeah, and they go out every fucking night to eat just because yeah. of pure laziness because they don't want to cook. I'm probably I like that way to too. Cook. Do you like to cook? I fucking hate cooking, man. Oh, I'm you hate cooking so bad. I'm terrible. You know, when I used to live in Orlando, I I one tried one time tried to surprise my girlfriend with bacon. I never cooked bacon before in my life. Yeah, fucking seven in the morning. I'm cooking bacon. Everyone's asleep but me. Next thing you know, my alarm, deep, deep, deep. Everyone comes out. I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, sorry, I just tried cooking bacon. Fucking burned the whole entire bacon, dude. So you're not, oh, okay. So you're like, you're like, I just can't cook. I just can't fucking cook. I burn down the house almost every time. To make you feel better, I'll tell you this. 
90% of people that say that they can cook, not like cook in a great way, but just they can cook on a basic level, can't. And for the people <laughs> listening, let me tell you exactly what that test is, okay? The test of whether or not you can cook in the most basic way isn't eggs, because eggs is something a lot of people do. Like, oh, you want to learn how to cook? First thing you learn how to cook is eggs, right? Your, really, your real test is basically, can you cook a piece of chicken? A lot of people hmm. think they can cook a piece of chicken. But 90% of people, when they cook chicken at home, they don't really uh, fillet it or cut it or, 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 or um, you know, maybe even use the mallet to, to flatten it so that yeah, it cooks. Yeah, throw it on. They cook, they, they throw on a thick-ass piece of chicken. And it gets and dry as fuck. Dry. That's what I do. Everybody, <laughs> like so many people eat dry chicken. Yeah. It's amazing because a lot of it, though, is just the fear of salmonella. So they overcook mm. it. Like how many people cook chicken and they cook it for 20 minutes? It's like it shouldn't take more than 10 minutes. Yeah. I And I do the same thing. I don't I don't ever. What is it? The butterfly technique? You butterfly it? Um, I don't do any of that. I just if you're it. good, you don't really have to do those things that I said, like butterfly. Um, well, actually, if you get like the, the whole chicken breast, yeah, maybe. But like if you just get the ones that they sell now a lot that it's like tenderloins or whatever, it's like mm. kind of pre-cut for you. You don't really have to do it. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I suck dick at cooking. I also just uh, for my last birthday, my, my girlfriend got me an air fryer because I love kitchen utensils. Oh, you like you like the as seen on TV. No, uh, I just like kitchen utensils. What do you mean? Not, like you like the appliances? Like yeah, I fuck. I have so many. I have like a panini press. That shit saves my life in college. That's panini, great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have one. I left it at my parents' house when I moved out. I think oh, they still have my that, panini bro. press. You panini need that. press. Yeah. I have a panini press. I have a rice cooker. Now I have an air fryer. I have a blender. I have fucking just so many kitchen utensils just because they're they just make my life easier. Yeah, I actually never bought a rice cooker for the particular reason that. I don't want to eat that much rice because it's something that you could eat a, like too much of very oh, easily. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like rice is not a bad food. Rice does get a bad rap, but it's bland. If you're somebody who's uh nah, if you're bro, aren't you Hispanic or like yeah, Brazilian? Yeah, but I, I'm, you know how to cook rice good. Like I season mean, it. I put garlic and I put fucking beans on it and that's it. I let the beans take over the flavor. Oh, okay, okay, that that's cool. That's cool. But like, <laughs> no, I'm saying like it's something that you could just eat too much of very quickly. So like I've resorted to just kind of you know like my my family's cuban I, i've kind of just cut that off i'll have a bowl of black beans no rice type thing because like i feel mm. like if i had a rice cooker it would go overboard very quickly yeah i mean so i cook my this is gonna be weird i cook my dog food so whenever i have a rice cooker i'll put like a cup of rice and so half of it goes oh, to him yeah so yeah my my aunt she just gives her like she slaughters chickens and throws them to her dogs. Not not actually like no, but alive, like, but like, like just like like rotisserie chickens. Yeah. She just da da and just throws it to her dog. Yeah, I I feed my dog like raw shit. So raw chicken. What raw kind of beef. dog is it? It's uh, um probably probably a border collie. It's a stray. He's fucking. Man. He has PTSD though, so he's fucking crazy. He bit me yesterday. What does he have PTSD from? Do you know? Is it because is it you got him from a shelter? I got him from a shelter. I had him at eight months. So I, I went to, he had to go and get his shots or whatever, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And um, they said that border collies, typically when something happens to them, they do not recover well. So whatever the fuck happened to him, he's he's crazy to this day. He's oh, He's been a lot. So like the first day I got him, he bit me. I decided yeah. to keep him. Um, probably a fucking mistake. But um, he's My, yeah. opened up. He's opened yeah. up a lot. Yeah, it's it's really cool to be able to get a like get a dog and just kind of like nurture it and take care of it and like 
it's really intense relationship you could have with animals like it's sure. amazing like in the the level of consciousness in their eyes is like yeah and, and uh, border collies are known for being the smartest dogs that there is smartest breed yes i was arguing with my coworker uh, the other day of like uh poodles are i would i didn't say poodles are the smartest i was just like poodles are a very smart dog and i was like mm-hmm. Let me show you. And, and poodles are one of the smartest dogs. Yeah. And yeah. I remember seeing Border Collie came up first. Yeah. Um, so Border, border Collie, I think, is first. I think, I think Poodle's three. Yeah. And then there's one in the, in the there's middle. There's one that's like an athletic dog or something that's second. I forget. Border Collies. Border Collies are really athletic. They're yeah. a shepherd. So, uh, like, there's a lot, a lot of those um, agility courses. Yeah. Most of them are Border Collies that are winning. So, they're really athletic. The issue is, um, I have no idea how the fuck to teach him to go through one of the, like, like a tunnel. Cause he's scared that's, of everything. That, he just he just pointed at a at a tunnel right now on my floor. That's that's a tunnel for my cat. No, I get my, I get my that. dog is uh is not an athletic type. We actually have this little thing for her. Um, if you ever want to look into it, because it would be a good mental game for your dog, especially because you want to like he has PTSD and it's not just physical activity but mental activity. I was like amazed. Um, you can get it. They're puzzles for your dog mm-hmm. that they have out there. It's yeah. like basically, is it, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like put they have the these paws and then it like flips around. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. so cool. We, we and there's levels, so you buy like each the puzzle hard and shit. Yeah, yeah, she's on level three right now. What's the maximum? I don't even know, honestly. Damn, and she can do three easily. No, she hasn't finished it yet. That's why we haven't gotten Damn. level four uh, because there's one part that she doesn't get where she has to use her mouth to pick up this little cap that's covering the tree. That's adorable. Like, so she knows how to flick like the switches and all that stuff that's on the puzzle board but she just doesn't know how to grab things with her mouth and and pick them up and move them she uses her mouth but not picking up and moving have you given her level one again ever since going to three we we keep it so so my girl she she works right there so she works from home and she puts it right next to her um so so they basically she she always likes to say that they both go to work she works on her puzzle and then she works on her desk right yeah and it's probably my fault because I would I would often like you know come over to say hi or whatever or like give her coffee and stuff and and since the puzzle's right next to her I would always kick it and so I destroyed the first two puzzles damn all with right. my foot <laughs> well that's because that's what I'm curious about if I get one of these puzzles will because he, he's smart will he just not where do you go from like let's say you go for level five that's a maximum and he just figures it out every fucking day on the first two minutes that's kind of a useless puzzle right because because you are saying that it's a border collie and it's a very smart dog. Yeah. So will he know? Like, will she know what to do with the switches and, and whatever? Does it take her a little bit to figure it out still, or does she just yeah, on the spot? yeah, yeah? Like, I I feel like um at least she's a Yorkie Shih Tzu, so we're not talking about the the brightest type of breed. <laughs> I don't think that she really um, I don't think that she learns the puzzles per se, but she knows how to manipulate them. Like she doesn't know. She like, has to memorize. She doesn't, yeah, kind of, like, she doesn't know what she's doing. She just knows, like, how the thing, because basically it's, like, something slides and then there's food underneath it. So she knows how to slide the thing and she slides Mm. it or she pulls a lever or whatever. She knows how to do that. But I don't think she really, like, knows to that extent, like, she's comprehending. Okay. Like, like for future reference. I don't know about that. Because that's what I'm curious about. If this motherfucker figures out level five and, and then he just keeps doing the same thing and takes him two minutes to get all the treats that's useless for me so what I, <laughs> you know what i mean it would still be fun though regardless i mean you don't have to yeah. do it forever it would still be yeah. fun so the only kind of mental, mental stimulation i do with him is like uh, i'll like 30 to 40 minutes i'll do uh like i'll just get him to touch sit yeah. 
train any kind of paw or whatever the fuck kind of tri- uh, yeah. tricks but the only the, this is so this is my this is my fiance's dog really like this was her dog and we moved this together and she brought that dog and then my dog like my personal dog for my childhood he's older now he's like definitely in his like later years you know he's all sick and stuff but um yeah the only trick i ever taught him was like how to stand up and spin that's like the basic one that's fucking hard that's hard to do. Do you know what I did? All I did was I got the tree, I put it to his face, and then I lift <laughs> it up, and then I like make him follow it, and I say spin, 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 and then after a while he just got a hang of it, and I would just grab the tree box and he would start spinning right away. That's adorable. Now he does it because he's older. I'd be surprised if he would do it now. How? But, uh, what kind of dog? Uh, Bijan Poodle. So he is smart. Okay, he's, so he's very smart. smart. Dog. Yeah, like, yeah. like you. This is why, like my next dog that I get eventually. I don't know what I want it to be, but I want it to be like. I don't like the standard poodle look, but I like poodles, like how smart they are and their attitude. And so I want to mix like a golden doodle or something like that. Yo, golden doodles are fucking cute. Yeah. They're like super playful, like golden retrievers, but like very intelligent, like eyes, like the way they look. See, I'm the opposite. I don't ever want a smart dog ever again. I just want a dumbass dog. You like a dumb dog? Bro, why fucking, this this motherfucker scarred me, bro. Every time I go to grab his toy or something, I'm scared of getting bit. So I'm yeah. never getting a smart dog ever again. I'm fucking getting oh, a stupid ass dog. Because oh, they manipulate you is what you're saying a little more. I don't know. He, My dog he, never manipulated me. I feel like he was very nice. No, he, this motherfucker doesn't manipulate you, but uh, he'll try your life. Like he'll 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 post up. Like yeah. if you go to the kitchen when it's time for him to feed and you're not the one doing the feeding, he'll he'll poke at the back of your leg. He's like, "What's up, dog?" And then if you like turn around and you're like, "What the fuck did you do?" He starts like he starts growling. Like he he posts up, it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, but and the dog I had before that, yeah, he was like that too, but like in a terrible way. Like he, um, it was actually not like your dog in the sense that he he was from like um you know shelter and had PTSD and all that stuff. And I wouldn't say it was my family either. I mean, we probably could have done some training or gotten something done, you know, to help. But some what happened was like is that. basically my little sisters were born, and they're twins, twin sisters. And basically, he acted as if in his head that they were his own type thing. I think some dogs get this where it's like some kind of protective thing. Mm-hmm. And so basically, anybody, especially a male, like specifically me, I think, um, got close to my sisters. He would start barking and going crazy. Yeah. You know, so like any big person, basically, any like larger, especially male, whatever, got close to my sisters. He would start barking and going crazy because he was like very protective of them. And so it became a problem and he eventually bit my dad in the nuts. And then, Oof. you know, damn, that's a weird yeah. thing that dogs do that. They, they I've, I've heard of stories like that, too, like a lot of stories that they protect a child once it's born. Yeah. It's weird. That that's a thing. I feel like if uh, my dog hates kids, but I feel like if I ever had a kid, I think he'd be like that. He'd try to bite me. Yeah, because I don't. He protects me, and I'm sure if I had a kid, he probably would protect the kid. So, oh, because he's a very protective type. Very protect. He's very territorial. So his 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 aggression is fear based aggression. So if you back this motherfucker up in a corner, he's gonna bite. And yeah. so, um, if I had a, ki- he protects me out of the fear. Like so, if I'm facing my computer, and uh, my there's a hallway to the right of my right shoulder is basically where my brother's room is. Yeah. If my brother comes in, and I'm not staring at that door he'll run up post up right next to me and start growling at my brother so he'll protect me i'm yeah. sure if i had a kid he'd protect the kid it's weird that dogs do that though that they will choose like a person to protect especially when they do it with like babies that how do they know that babies can't protect themselves 
Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like they're aware of their vulnerability, and, like, I think they're aware of how you hold them and stuff like that. Like, you know, we're not going around holding each other. We're holding babies in particular. So, like, I think that from that, they can tell, like, this is a vulnerable thing. Yeah. And I think uh, I've heard stories, too, of them protecting pregnant women. Same thing. Really? Okay, yeah. that, that one is interesting. Yeah. Because then they're recognizing the fact that they're pregnant. That's... That's another level. That's that's interesting. I've well, never heard of that one. You you know that dogs they're um, they're capable of smelling shit on you. Like you, there's trained dogs that are, like can smell if your blood sugar is low. Like what the fuck? Yes, yes, that's really cool. My dad's yeah. diabetic. Uh, he, I mean, he's got he's got one of those things that he he literally has one, something that's 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 stuck to his yeah, stomach yeah, now. Yeah, you're talking about it's like constantly yeah. reading it. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of diabetes in my family, so I definitely heard of that. So. Um, yeah, it's really cool. If they can smell that your blood is low, they can probably sense that there's some hormone in you that you're pregnant. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I so. mean, I mean, the, how long they've been evolving with humans is like it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised in how like sensitive their nose is and all that stuff. It's very interesting to me, like how like uh, like I think it's something that people don't think about a lot, and this is not just with dogs, but with just everything, like. We don't realize how other things not just have maybe you could say maybe they're not as smart as you or whatever, like certain animals are are smart, aren't smart or whatever. Um, But like just overall view, like their viewpoint is completely different because they see different. They have a whole they might even they they might even have a sense that's better than ours, like smell. So just their whole world to them is, is, is different. For sure. So like, yeah. But this cat is just so cute. Yeah, so like my cat right now is just like cuddling up to him. Like my cat's basically like a cuddly dog. She doesn't know anything about violence. She's just licking me. She's just, uh, You've been licked by her, I'm assuming. Of course, yeah, she cleans. It's so she weird. Cleans. She licks the dog. The dog lets her clean her. That's how good of a relationship we got going on here. That's cute. You see that that t- that rough tongue is so strange. That, like you know, I'm talking about like the pricks in her. She's my first cat, so like okay, yeah, that, that that when I first well sh- well yeah, I mean um, I've been told about that, but when I when yeah when we first got a cat and I was like I had to get used to that. I was like oh god, this it's is weird. It's weird. It kind of hurts. Like she was just licking my thumb. And it was kind of hurt. Yeah, I I normally don't have sensitive skin. So that f- I have a sensitive finger because I stabbed myself in the finger with a Jesus. <laughs> See, I, I had the same issue with uh, Jimmy John's. I cut one of my fingers bad, like really bad. Does it like does it feel like it tingles when you touch it? Like it's like a spark almost. No, I don't feel it anymore. Actually, is it numb? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it's completely numb. Yeah. See, I got the thing where it's basically like if I touch it a certain way that I touch the tip of my left middle finger, it like it's it feels like a little buzz. It's, it's like it's not painful. It's more like just uncomfortable. Okay. What happened was is I was uh, I lied about how it happened for a while because I was embarrassed. <laughs> but now I've come clean to many people. So the way it happened was, I um, like I'm I'm studying engineering. So like I I am very interested in things and how they work in general, like everything. And so I I was going to change out my Brita filter. <laughs> oh so my god! I was like, oh, before I throw out this filter and change it for the other one, let me see what's inside this filter. Like, how does this filter work exactly? <laughs> And so I get the knife and I try a chef knife, like a big chef kitchen knife. And I try to start prying it open. (laughs) And just as the thing's about to crack, like literally I had to just push it one more time for it to pry open. 
the knife goes through and then it's a filter so it has those little holes in the side so mm -hmm. it goes down and through the side uh. of the filter and stabs me right in the finger dude blood like when you stab your finger really like it almost hit the like it basically hit the bone like it went all the way down and so when just squirting Jesus everywhere Christ. and it was like Did you i've hospital? never had stitches that was the first time i ever had stitches yeah yeah. i went to the, i drove my, i was by myself i drove myself to the hospital with one hand i was Jesus. like Jesus. Yeah, I uh, I cut myself at Jimmy John's in the middle of a shift. It was bad enough that I thought about getting uh, stitches going to hospital, but instead what I did I just used super glue, and yes. that worked. I feel like mine was probably at that level, like where I probably could have done that. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, man, I got health insurance. Let me just go to the. <laughs> you can. I still have a scar on it. You can see it right there. It's it's fucking. It's weird. Yeah, I'll show you mine. It's yeah, like scar as well. It basically looks like I have a diagonal wrinkle on my finger. It's very no, barely noticeable. Where is it? Is it right like there? You white see line? It? Yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a random wrinkle in the in the tip of my finger. Ah, it's painful. What did you did yeah. you even did you even feel it? What the fuck? I saw a laser. You saw that? Oh yeah, yeah. So I have an automatic laser that just turns on every once in a while, and the cat starts chasing it because she was getting fat, and <laughs> it was and, and we started feeding her less and less and less and less. And they're like, man, I can't just starve my cat because it's getting fat. And so we figured out, well, it's not her overeating. It's her underactivity. Yeah. So basically, and this was also to solve that problem, but also the fact that in the middle of the night, she would be like meowing because she's bored. Mm. And so we just have that thing that automatically goes off like every 30 minutes or whatever. And yeah, she just starts chasing it. Now it goes off for like a certain period of time every 30 minutes or it'll be yeah, every 30 minutes of time. time it'll do one no a certain period of time like i want to say five minutes every 30 minutes okay something like that. is battery powered or you plugged it into a charger or what so we did do the battery we did use the batteries for a while the problem with her is that she would then jump run up to the laser and then smack it and then it would smash <laughs> onto the floor and then the <laughs> batteries would fly everywhere and so now what i did is i have it duct i have it duct tape all around so that the parts don't just explode when she knocks it onto the floor. And we, instead of using the batteries, use the USB cords so that, you know, we don't have to worry about the batteries. So it's line. constantly on. Uh, I mean, or not really. Constantly. Um, not really. The laser never dies. Basically, yeah. Okay. So my girlfriend's cat needs that for sure. If you can give I've that. told people about it. Like everybody that I've, that I've told them about that, that has a cat, they're like, oh, I got to get that. And, it, and it's amazing. She has a... Um, like an automatic one too, a little tiny one that you put on the floor though. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I like something that you could put up. The like best hang, one is right? the one that you could mount on a wall. But yeah. see, we rent and I didn't want to have to worry about mounting something to a wall and be renting. See, these these deal. vinyls, see, like the vinyls that I have up Stickies, right now. Yeah. yeah, it's a stick. It's because it's pretty light, you know? Yeah, for sure. But I mean, it, it's really easy. I mean, I guess you would have to paint because this is not just white. This is like a tan. Yeah. But um, yeah. Typically speaking, you just get that pace. Yeah, you know, I know exactly. I just don't want to mess with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm in, like I told you, like I like so I have all these vinyls and I want to put up my record player with the speakers and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm interested in mounting a shelf for my records. I mean for my my record player and all that. That sounds cool because that, that sounds worth it. But mounting a cat laser doesn't sound worth it. You know what I mean? Like that sounds <laughs> well, like just a lot of work. If you mount the cat laser to the shelf. That's genius. Uh, right. And then also, I wouldn't have to worry about her knocking it over because it would be a little too high for her. Exactly. Well, maybe not. Cats love nah, being yeah, high. No, yeah. I'm going to put it... I'm going to put it far enough because I can't afford her to be able to jump onto it. Yeah. Because if she jumps dangerous. onto it and the freaking shelf falls or the record All player your, falls, yep. 
Yeah, so I'm going to put it on a wall pretty high and also away from the couch so she doesn't jump from the couch to the shelf. Does she get up on those shelves? Oh, yeah, she does. She does. I was worried about that. Like, oh, man, she's going to be a mess. But she's a pretty nice cat in the sense that she doesn't try to destroy everything. One thing that she does do, though, when she gets hungry because she knows she can get attention is that she'll jump up onto the entertainment center and start like rocking the tv like she'll literally get her like stretch put her two paws on top of the tv and start rocking the tv back and forth and looking at my and 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 this is when my fiance she's working from home looking at her being like meow feed me (laughs) and she's like stop you're gonna break the tv like that's scary as fuck yeah but i feel like she knows to not break the tv like i feel like she's just testing her limits like because she could do it. She could have already done it a million times. Break the TV. Has it ever gotten close to the point of tipping? Like how, looks, far, how far does she rock it? Mind you, she's on the side of the TV, on the front of the TV. So if it's going to fall, it's going to fall forward. It can't fall back because it's going to hit the wall. So, so is she, she's, she's here or, or back there? She's on, she's on the front side. So because she's on the front side. So she rocks it that way. She rocks it to the wall. And then so obviously fine. to protect herself, she's purposely not going to rock it towards her. Right. So like, okay. I guess it's self-preservation that stops her from destroying the TV. <laughs> sure, yeah. Although she could definitely and has gone to the back. She doesn't really, for whatever reason, she doesn't do it that much from that direction. That's fucking scary. Do you ever, are you ever what, like scared that one day you're going to come home and your TV's going to be on the floor? No, because I know, damn, that's a good point. I don't know. It is a cheap TV. As nice as it looks, we got it on sale. It's a massive. So it wouldn't TV. be. It wouldn't be a. It would. Yeah, it's a really nice TV. Yeah. But we got it on sale, so I wouldn't be heartbroken. I'm that kind of guy that like I like. Do Do you like going TV shopping? Because you're an audiophile. You like your microphones and all that stuff. Look, I like anything technology. If it's yeah, fun, I like hard. I like buying shit. You know, <laughs> dude. I don't. I when I go like like uh, we're going on this trip to Colorado next like month. Like I told you before I'm we started like, uh, to buy jeans. Uh, next like month, like I told you before I'm we like, started uh, to buy uh, jeans because I I need jeans. I need nice. I hate jeans. that. Uh, I hate buying clothes. Like yeah. I, I like wearing clothes. I'm not like the a, a very unstylish person. Like I try to look nice or whatever. I, I can do it, but I just don't just like it. it. It's not fun. Yeah. Buying a TV though, there's no better buying experience. I like you're it. just sitting there and you're just like, like oh hmm, yeah. Do I need the extra two inches? Like yeah, exactly. Do I need the extra two inches? <laughs> I think uh, I think TV buying is fucking fun. Anything Black Friday. Yeah. Have you ever, wait? Do you do Black Friday shopping? I, I not the crazy. I've never done it. I've literally oh, never done man. it. Man, I've done. So I'm yeah. I. I I've, it's it's weird that like I mean obviously I'm just starting to get like you know like make decent money now so like but even when I've had money for some reason I'm always broke when Black Friday comes around that's fair I'm always like it's mostly because of the holidays because I like I like I like getting things for people like in advance like during in November and stuff like that and yeah. so when Black Friday comes around I'm just like oh, I don't want to spend the money on myself like you know what I mean yeah I, I think um I don't do the crazy uh, stay awake until. Oh no! I, okay, so you you go for the sales, but you don't go for the crazy like. Let me no, get a, a, a seventy inch for twenty dollars. No, know? I do do like the, this year. I didn't do it because of Corona, but um, I'll, Best Buy is open at midnight. Yeah, I'll go at midnight just to check because I'm I'm awake anyway. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go to the one at Sawgrass, and um, 
Just go check it out. They, there's one in Sawgrass? It. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, there's a best. Well, not in Sawgrass, but right next to Sawgrass. Okay, yeah, yeah, in that area. Yeah, that's um, that's the most I'll do. And then the next day, I'll just, if I want clothes or some shit. But I haven't done Black Friday shopping in like four years. So I want to do the sub- Cyber Monday thing. That sounds fun. And and everything was, ext- and it's like, you realize all this stuff is fake. All this rush is fake because this year, because of COVID, they extended everything to be safe. Yeah, and you're like, man, we had two whole weeks of sales. Like it was amazing. I went to a CVS like three days after Black Friday, and everything was on sale. I was just trying to get like some shampoo at CVS, and I was like, I'm about to do a shopping spree at CVS right now because everything's half off at CVS. Like I would never expect myself to do a shopping spree at, at CVS. CVS. Yeah, that's fucking funny. And I was like, what? This is so weird. So you've never done any kind. of... Have you done Black Friday shopping? You just haven't been at the stores for the craze? Or what's the... Um... I know there's probably one instance. No. I think there might... No. I really have never gone Black Sh- Black Friday shopping myself. But mind you, I am the type of person where I do try to get deals a lot. Like, I'm... A, I'm a, like, do you know... Yeah, like, I'm the same way. An interesting way that I do groceries is that basically... And this is something that you can do if you, you know how to cook. Are you a coupon guy? No, okay, I hate coupons. All right, all right. I'm the complete opposite. I hate coupons. See, this is something that you could do if you know how to cook. This is where the value of knowing how to cook comes in. I go, sometimes I go to Walmart because I'm lazy because everything is generally cheap at Walmart and mm-hmm. you'll get a good deal. And, you know, if you don't want to spend too much time like comparing prices and crap. But like if you want to go to a store like a Publix or whatever, stuff where things are generally more expensive, but they have sales on stuff. I do grocery shopping a lot of times when I have time that I only buy it if it's on sale. And so a lot and it's really cool because when you do that, you can open yourself up to like a lot of foods that you have never tried before. You know, like because you're forced to use those ingredients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, but like it's I'm going to do something. That's a quor- on sale. <laughs> yeah, it's a quarter of the price it is usually. So like I'm going to buy it and I'm going to figure out what I do with it when I get home. And so the variety of food that I have because of that is crazy. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I never, I went to Walmart and that's it. I lived next to Walmart when I was in Orlando. Oh, yeah. So I was, it was in walking distance. Yeah. So it's, you know, I would go to Walmart. I, 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 last time I did groceries, I went to Walmart. I would go to Walmart every time though and just forget about that whole sales thing. Mm -hmm. If they had good shopping carts. That's the only thing. Like, literally, wouldn't everybody shop at Walmart if they had good shopping carts? Yeah, like, shopping what's carts. Well, there's so many people. How do you keep like Publix it's, got great shopping carts? They're fucking smooth. Exactly. But it's that's because it's a lot. It's a select few people that go to Publix. It's so expensive. Exactly. It's, yeah. You a lot of times you pay for you pay for how much it costs because like you for instance you go to a cheap gym like you fits great. You, there's nothing wrong with UFIT. And it's cheap Planet Fitness is trash. But you go to UFIT, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And it's super cheap. Yeah. The problem is, it's cheap. So, there's so, so many, people. many people go. Yeah, and you it's can packed all the yeah, time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, what you, that's what you pay for the big, yeah. more expensive gyms. So, yeah. um, but like with the thing with Publix is that Publix, uh, for those who don't know, Publix is a grocery store. Yeah, it's a, a grocery lot. store in Florida, Georgia area. Um. The thing about Publix is you're really paying for that experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is a lot better than Walmart for sure. But I don't... Yeah. I know like those people have like those crazy experiences at Walmart. I've never had that. Have you? 
Oh, like the guy, like the video that they recently posted of a guy like jumping up on top of one of the like a uh, little like the the jumping on top of the cash register and pouring milk all over himself that type of thing <laughs> i haven't seen there's that so video. many viral videos of walmart people it's yeah. insane uh, have you ever had an experience like that like have you, ever, have you ever had a bad experience at walmart i haven't i would say it's just generally annoying i would say like like you say like if you go during the common the popular times to go like you can go to a Publix during you know grocery store rush hour whatever that may be and it's like ugh, a long line but it's no big deal you go to Walmart when it's packed and it's like it's a fucking long line. The horror, the horror, you know, yeah. like it's like, oh, no. And then like everybody's walking around like just they haven't showered. And you're one of those people, too. Mm. I haven't showered. I'm wearing, you know, clothes with stains all just over got it. Back in the gym. Yeah. Oh, oh, 100. <laughs> you know, what's funny is like, OK, so, yeah, like I work out and stuff. And this is, you know, something that's slightly embarrassing, but it's true. If you work out a lot. And you're in a t and you're a busy person. You're gonna find yourself in instances where you gotta go in public and you just came from the gym. Like I have no time. I have to get something from the store and, and go right home. And so you know what's funny is I like to shop at Trader Joe's every once in a while just to get the cool little stuff that they have there. Mm. Um, but if I just left the gym and I know that I smell gross, I don't want to be around all those like pretty people. You know what I mean? <laughs> those like attractive people and also trader joe's is a smaller store so everybody's so closer you, it up. you know yeah, what yeah. i mean when it comes to wall especially because of covid oh i'm a savage i put my mask on <laughs> i smell horrible i clear the aisle faster as i'm grabbing all the things i need head to the checkout you know self-checkout and go you know i don't care at all because nobody at walmart cares at all either nobody at walmart is trying to be like well i'm going outside so i should be presentable no walmart is horrible when it comes to that so if you're if you just left the gym. If I just left the gym and I need to Walmart. get a gallon of milk, I'm going to Walmart. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter. I'll I'll literally like, like someone standing there, you know, in front of the milk, like picking out ooh, skim or 2%. And I'll like literally put my stinky armpits over them and grab a bottle of whole milk and walk out. You know? So, but ultimately the experience has never been bad. I've never had an experience where somebody was like, uh, Oh, yeah, you know what, though? That is, you know, there is something. And, uh, you know, Walmart people, I'm sure, Walmart employees, I'm sure they work hard and whatever. And, and, you know, they're good people. But it's like, man. And I know they raise their, how much they get paid. So they're not getting paid, like, minimum wage or anymore or something. Like, they get paid deep. Like, you can, yeah, you can live, I guess. I don't know. But uh, for Walmart. Enough. It's enough. Enough. So, like, why is it still that if you ask where something is and it's usually you know walmart's big you ask where some that's my dog by the way she has a reverse sneeze she basically just sounds like she's choking every once in a while but she's fine i think my vet told me that reverse sneezing is like attention based no it's a genetic it's it's a shih tzu thing or breed yeah gotcha. yeah, my yeah like do that every once in a while too so what i was saying is like you go to walmart and like you oh man it's a big store i don't know where this thing is i'm looking for you ask an employee where it is they look at you, they, they, roll, don't know. they roll their eyes, and then they point in a general direction. Yeah, they don't know. And when you, that's the bad thing about Walmart. And when you go to Publix, oh, it's like, oh, I need these, uh, this certain can of beans. And they'll take you to that place. And you're like, oh, yep. thanks. I'm sure it's here. And they're like, no, wait, let me help you look for it. And I'm like, please leave. <laughs> you know, yeah. like they just want to help you out too much. You know? But I mean, I guess you are paying for that. Yeah, 100%. So, um, but, so have you ever been to a Walmart neighborhood market? 
There's none. Or, there's none near me. I've only been to the super. The super. super Walmart. I'm sure I've been there once, but but no. Generally speaking, no. So the super the, the neighborhood markets are more like Publix, where people will actually take you. Yeah, they're grocery stores, they're right? Grocery stores. They don't sell TVs and. Yeah, but if you go to a super center, you don't expect help. Oh yeah, for sure, don't expect help. Yeah, I think Walmart's uh my favorite place to go though, especially at night when you're high as fuck. Oh yeah, that's the best. A hundred percent. Have you ever like? Play with the fucking toys when you're high as fuck with your boys. See, one thing I don't like about Walmart when un- being under the influence is the lights. They're bright as fuck no matter. Yeah, the day. see, a lot of people like to do that. Oh, let's you know, let's get fucked up and let's go to Walmart and buy a bunch of candy. You know, like shit, like high school, college shit. I ne- I every time I was with friends and they wanted to do that, I was like. Ugh, because those lights when i'm sober i don't like those lights those yeah. lights are horrible they're so fucking bright yeah and they just make you feel like you're you're in an alien spaceship and you're just like oh <laughs> god get me off of this ride just get, just anal probe me already so i could leave like it's horrible you know do you believe aliens exist huh do you believe aliens exist 100 percent. that was a terrible segue but fuck it <laughs> yeah no i mean ah i mean a million and one people have already said this but yeah like just the probability of like you know what i mean there's no, it's it's too low of a chance to not. Yeah. Do I believe that um, they have landed here and that the U.S. government knows and they're keeping it from us and whatnot? I'm like yes or no. I would say I would lean towards no that the U.S. government has actually had any contact with aliens. I'm leaning towards yes. Yeah. So I mean, you've seen those Pentagon videos. There's three I of them. I think that there's there's stuff that they don't know what it is. So you you agree that there's unidentified flying objects that we've seen and recorded? Yeah. Okay. So they are UFOs. UFO, dude, like something falling from the sky. That's a UFO. Yeah. Okay. They they are the literal term of unidentified. Yeah, that's why everybody gets all excited when they hear the word UFO. But really, it's a pretty general term. If you think about it, it is for sure. So, have you seen the videos? The three videos. What three videos? I mean, I know this. I probably have because I watched the Bob Lazar thing. You know Bob Lazar? Sure. Yeah. I've watched Bob Lazar and like, um, bro, that documentary. I've dabbled. It's trash. Know. It is the Mickey Rourke. I was excited. I was ready to like, all right, let's believe in aliens. <laughs> I was so ready, like you know, and I was like, I it's a whole lot of nothing. It's the, the issue is in Bob Lazar. It's Mickey Rourke. His commentaries. Yeah. I don't want to watch think, that. And I think it was it. a good story, but it was it, he 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 uh, it was it was it was drawn out. Like Bob Lazar's story is pretty simple. It's pretty simple. It could have been a thirty-minute video. Instead, it was like a whole hour, whatever the hell documentary. Bob Lazar's story is super interesting. There's a lot of stuff in it, but generally speaking, that documentary was just too long. And like they made it out to be like this is the proof that there is aliens, when really it's like. He's this is the most story. this is the most interesting story and that's aliens. pretty much it sure so okay so you don't know about the three videos maybe what three videos okay so the pentagon has come out and said that they the recent have, stuff right ish recent ish recently they just came out and said that it was unidentified but they've okay. been out for years okay okay but you know what i'm talking about I feel like I've seen these videos. I just don't remember like what it is. I'm pretty sure I've probably seen them though. So there, there's three of them. There's one called the gimbal video. I think is what it's called. One's called the go fast and the other one is something else. I don't know. But one of them, Joe Rogan had on his podcast, his, the guy who actually recorded it or the guy who was flying the airplane yeah. that recorded it. His name is Commander Fravor. If you haven't watched that podcast, 
You need to watch it. Oh, I think I have. It's crazy. I think I have. Yeah, the guy. I think they're talking about like these, um, these UFOs, whatever, unidentified flying objects, whatever that that are just moving way too. Yeah, yeah. It's a guy that's a pilot, right? He's a, he's pilot. a pilot, and he saw the. Yeah, yeah. I think I've, I think I watched part of that. Yeah. He, he talked about how like they moved, uh, spiraled down. You know, like a. They had all a, these kind of weird movements, and they just yeah, like, it was like zip shaking, and zag. Like yeah, it was shaking a triangle. He said, and then when they. They were down, like the thing was down here and he was up here and they spiraled against each other, met up nose to nose. Damn. I mean, it's a, and you hear Wait, this is guy's, there a video of this? There's not a video of them meeting nose to nose. There's a video of the thing zooming away. There, and, and that video is called, I think, the gimbal video. Do you know where I get interested about aliens is, um, cause like, that's interesting. Like, I'm not one of those person that's like, ah, I don't like discount that or like that convinces me completely. I'm just like, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that's more interesting to me, and it's actually probably a lot more theoretical and doesn't really have that much proof, but it's a very strong theory. And that's the theory of like, I don't want to say panspermia because that's like a very, va- you know what panspermia is, right? No fucking what? Okay. Well, that's, that's a very valid and very possible and common thing. That's not even really that far out of this world. Is What is it? Pans- okay, so panspermia is basically when one planet has, um, you know, life, and in one way or another, whether it be a meteor hitting it and it bounces off, life goes from one place to another. That's basically what panspermia is. And then, that's a very broad thing, right? That doesn't really talk about aliens necessarily in the way that we think. But another version of that, or like, you know, in that same line of thought is... The idea that I believe that I believe it's true that there is a natural progression and do you believe in evolution or the general theory? Mm-hmm. So there's a natural progression that's pretty obvious. Like, you know, this was monkeys or, or whatever. It's not technically monkeys, but you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's a general progression from this to humans. But when it comes to brain size in particular, now a lot of people attribute this to um, the, the, the eating of meat and fire. Um, that is what led to, uh, you know, the ability to cook food is what basically led us to be able to um, cons- evolve. Yeah, evolve into having bigger brains. I don't know the exact. I, I I can think of the the way it's explained, but I couldn't I couldn't say it clearly. But that's basically the general idea. But still, a lot of evolutionary biologists kind of question the dramaticness of it. And, and in such a short period of time, because evolutionary processes take super long, relatively speaking, our brain capacity and, and intelligence increasing was at a very rapid rate in comparison to everything else. And so a lot of people think that our intelligence was brought about by some kind of possibly breeding with an alien species. I don't want to say breeding in like literal sex, but like in some general way. You like they me? taught us or something like that. Like they, yeah, like, well, I think it would be physical because they're talking about mm. like the brain capacity itself. Gotcha. Like not just like, here's how to learn. Like, yeah, like yeah. really like changing humans into like being what humans are today in terms of intelligence uh, and that rapid rate of increase in terms of intelligence was brought about by aliens. And I think my grandfather believes that. I think uh, he's into uh, he's into that kind of stuff. Like uh, the pyramids were built by aliens. See, that kind of stuff interests me. Like it definitely has a lot of valid points. The pyramids being built by aliens. 
Actually, you know what? I don't know if I'm convinced in the pyramids. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of different ones that people point out to that this was aliens, not humans. But there's a, there's a lot of interesting stuff. That's like the most... When it comes to the conspiracy theories, the stuff about aliens, that's probably the most, like... I don't want to say, like, they have the answers, but there's a lot of scientists that would admit that they don't have the answers. Like the pyramids. I mean, I think it's considered one of the wonders. Yeah, one of the wonders of the world, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. They can sure. kind of sure. generally figure out how it was done, um, but not exactly. But honestly, no, I think that there are people that would contest the pyramids. What I was thinking is actually the the Mayans, I think they've done a lot of crazy stuff that they're just like, how could this possibly be like they're, very um, early humans? The What's that city? I think in, it was the Mayans. That the city, the, the, I think that they have a lot more interesting, um, like, like, uh, conspiracy theories like not necessarily the Egyptians like the quote-unquote Egyptians you could say I guess but the Mayans and stuff like that the Mayans were the ones from Peru right I think so. or is that I, the Incas I think it could be like I think there could be many theories about a lot of different oh you know isn't there one man it's on the tip of my tongue is it what, Apaches what? it's in, the Indians? ones <sighs> I can't think of it right now. But it is an Indian tribe. Um, yeah, native or whatever. But I think they were actually in, in the in the in the European world. I think like what like or I should say Middle Eastish uh-huh. world. They're the earliest people that they are like. They're one of like 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 they figured out a lot of stuff before Western civilization did. Like they were one of those people that discovered a lot of things and had a very high level of intelligence and then it was kind of forgotten. I think it starts with an S. But there's yeah, there's several um there's several, I think, early human civilizations throughout the world that have been questioned very dramatically in like how did they do this? How did they know this? You know, and I think it's also possible that maybe there was very intelligent humans back then. And a lot of that intelligence was lost through, you know, wars and violence and stuff like that. Dude, dude, if there was nuclear bombs that went across all of, let's just say America, France, Germany. And I think there's like two other countries that have the capabilities, not just the knowledge, but the capabilities in terms of facilities and all that stuff to produce aerospace technology let's say all those countries were nuked right now in order to make up for that level of intelligence that we've gained in the past hundred years or whatever of aerospace there'd be thousands it would take a long we might not have if if that were if those all those five i think it's like five countries right now that really have the capabilities to really make high-tech aerospace technology we could easily be thrown back like 50 100 years for sure and if you think about like uh, theoretically speaking, if they nuke, like let's say I don't know Michigan, which is a city where like known for carpet production, yeah, you're gonna have to learn car production all over again. Yeah, there's because the thing is, is like everything and 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 like you study computer science, I study mechanical engineering, and you learn this as you get as you develop, like. Man, a few people know everything. Like very, very, very few. Like people like to think it's one percent or a half a percent. It's like point zero 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 zero. Like that actually like know stuff from beginning to end. Most engineers are like, "This is what I work on." You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And, and those are the Elon Musk of the world. Yeah, yeah. The people that are, yeah, and and how few of those come around? Yeah. So like, there's literally probably like maybe twenty people in this world right now that if they were to 
die for whatever reason we would be like stalling hardcore you know yep so yeah so like that's why you gotta thank elon musk because that guy's pushing civilization forward people like bill gates like bill gates didn't just do like computer science shit i mean or software i don't know if you know what he does with the foundation Bill well, Gates Foundation. well you know a lot more about computers than i do so well, oh no you're talking about the bill gates foundation the foundation itself yeah, yeah yeah i mean i know that he basically like does a lot of stuff that's like very big picture and he has a very good understanding of the limitations of government and how like we can't just sit around and hope the government takes care of these problems that that we have throughout the world. Agreed. Yeah. Like polio, like he I'm pretty yeah. sure he's done with polio in in Africa, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, another thing he was doing was um nuclear reactors they're like nuclear energy is a, is is possible, it's very possible. The issue is right now with nuclear energy is that our methods of cooling it down is water. That's it. And so that's what happened at like uh, the Japanese plant in like 2012 yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, the tsunami, like, oh yeah, it was a tsunami. Tsunami, yeah. Them, right? The tsunami took down the generators that kept the water cool. Yeah. So once the water can't keep the nuclear reactor cool, it's it's fucked, right? So um, another thing that people don't know also is that I think it's like only 40 percent of nuclear, like what of the the atom can be used. So you have like 60 percent of unused nuclear Mm -hmm. stuff that just becomes nuclear waste right and so in america we have like thousands of tons of just nuclear waste just stored in i I think it's like ohio or some shit it's like in a fucking parking lot thousands of tons so what bill gates was doing was he was creating a new type of reactor that cooled it down in some other format and used a hundred percent of the not only of the current or of a new nuclear um what the fuck is the, the 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 particle that they use for nuclear uranium? Shit? Uranium, sure. They use 100%. there's several. There's different ones, right? I think I don't know. I have no idea. So let's say theoretically the uranium. So you only use like forty percent of the uranium. Sixty of it becomes waste. So what he was doing was using uh, what a new piece of uranium. Uranium would be a hundred percent used, mm. and then he also created another part of the reactor that would use all that old uranium that's been stored. Bill Gates. Oh really? So I had no idea about that. Yeah, it's a it's a great documentary on I think Curiosity Stream or maybe Netflix or some shit about Bill Gates. I've been wanting to subscribe to the material. Yeah, that, that, they do some interesting stuff. Curiosity yeah. Stream. Yeah, I I don't watch it often, but I think I got it one time when it, on Black Friday it was twenty dollars for the whole year. Yeah, I said fuck it, I'm gonna do that. It's twenty dollars. That's yeah for the yeah for the it. stuff they have yeah. And so uh, yeah, there's there's a this Bill Gates documentary that talks about that talks about the reinvention of toilets for like. Africa? Have you seen this shit? I think. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yes, I I have, because um because like I'm because I'm interning for plumbing engineering and so like I'm super interested and like <laughs> plumbing engineering sounds like something that's like oh plumbing you know what I mean like it sounds so basic <laughs> no but it's but a like lot. dude plumbing like I'm surprised plumbing is very interesting it's very interesting and and yeah and they use plumbing engineers for SpaceX and a bunch of stuff like well, a I lot mean, of the word plumbing doesn't sound that high tech but like. In reality, there's a lot of cool stuff with it, and yeah, like I definitely watch. I think it was this thing about Bill Gates with the because I because I saw it was about toilets, and I was like, oh, toilets, this is yeah. interesting. So the toilet, yeah. it's first of all, it's because India has terrible, I guess, plumbing. <laughs> there's a lot of things where it's just the the landscape itself. Like yeah. like a, like a lot of people don't understand. Like people people think, oh, Africa's poor, or I don't want to say the whole continent, but generally speaking, Africa's like a little lagging behind Europe and whatnot, For obviously. Sure. 
And um, and a lot of people are like, oh, it's because they're corrupt or they're this or they're that. And it's like a lot of like, you know, like I don't want to say racist, but like sentiment that's just like, oh, they just don't got it together type of thing. Mm. There's actually a lot of things. The reason why they struggle is very environmental. Like, and I, do you know about like their water issue? Oh, yeah. In South Africa is having extreme drought right now. Extreme yeah. Drought. Or just like generally speaking, um, there's a bunch like most of Africa is just kind of inhabitable when it comes to water, like the way they're their cycle or whatever you want to call it their environment is with water where it just kind of comes and goes and floods and droughts constantly it's like it's very hard to make a civilization when when the environment itself is so chaotic and then on top of that you have political chaos makes sense but yeah. what were you saying about the, the so bill gates with the with the um, yeah so basically like these 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 poor countries uh have terrible like irrigation systems yeah and bill gates was creating this new type of toilet that was a self-sustaining so it would like burn your poop and it would oh yeah yeah and use it crazy for, use it for fuel use or? it as not only fuel but any kind of humidity would be used and filtered down to make water that's crazy kind of fucking disgusting but also crazy uh, from an engineering perspective that is yeah ridiculous and it's self-sustaining and he, he was gonna put these what do you mean by self-sustaining though like so it would use itself for full. So yeah, you need to be able to burn the poop. So how do you do that? So you use the poop to create fuel to burn poop. Yeah, yeah. So it's self-sustaining in that sense. It has its own like energy uh, source, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, how does that energy get transferred? Like, like do they use it for like like use? Like, is it transferred for use of the house or something like that? Or like, no, it's used specifically to filter the water. Oh, okay. it's a giant. I see like a, what you mean. Okay, it's a okay. massive machine. Like it's from like this wall to that wall. Okay, okay. It's so it's like machine. one cycle. It's one cycle. Like yeah. So it'll use it'll use the poop to literally like keep that machine running. That and that machine filters the water and creates the water and then keeps burning other poop. That's insane. That's disgusting too. That's gr that's gross. But hey, like so many people are completely detached from the reality that like this is needed. Well, like our own sanit like our own Western like way of sanitizing water or treating water, I should say. Like your you know, your water at one point was like mixed with shit. Like for sure. It's just a molecule and then you know, on its own. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the crazy part is like if you watch a documentary, that's actually when they finish building it. So they have it recorded. Yeah. And so they're like, No one's tried the water. So Bill Gates like the first one that goes up, just pours a cup of water and just drinks his own like fucking confidence. Yeah, I bet he did it before though. I bet he did it before, <laughs> and there might have been a malfunction, and he shit himself for a week. And they were like, "All right, bring the camera crew back a week from now. We'll do this again." Could be. Who knows? I'm sure they tested it, but yeah, that's super cool. Cool, and from an engineering perspective, that's fucking insane. Yeah. So like people like that, Bill Gates, Elon Musk, those are the people who are that point zero zero one percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it takes more than just being smart. It takes more than just being like, oh, you know. I like like when I first started school, I was like, oh, my God, calculus one, calculus two, calculus three, differential equations. Well, you know, you, you go through all this stuff, statics, dynamics. You're like, man, in the beginning, you're like, wow, I'm going to be so smart at the end of this. And I'm like, you don't know shit. Oh, right? No, I, I understand the stuff. Like, I get it. I passed the classes. I, I know the information. Like, do you retain? So I um, no, right? I think really what it is. In the end of the day, what determines whether I attain it or not is not whether or not I pass a test, obviously. Like, everybody knows you, you, you know, regurgitate. But it's whether you use it in real life. For sure. And 
also in a way it, you do retain it in a sense that like sure you might forget it right if you have an internship or if your job later on in life does not relate to that but because you've learned it once you can learn it again you know what i mean like because you've learned it once it's it's definitely easier to learn again it's just like with everything else bro like like if you again like weightlifting analogy like if you if you've like benched 225 before you can stop lifting for years if you go back you're gonna lift 225 way faster than you did when you first tried for sure it's muscle memory so yeah like it is understated a little bit like uh like like these classes that we take in school that we might feel like we don't really retain see i think that's interesting because i feel like i came out of university not knowing shit oh no you don't yeah you don't you you like basically what you're doing is proving that you can understand that level of material yep because like dude like universities would basically have to be fundamentally changed for people to actually be able to leave knowing how to do a job Mm -hmm. they would have to fundamentally change so that's interesting bring that up so my experience right now is I went to school for computer science and I I learned science. I didn't learn the practical use, how to become like a a developer. Yeah. I just know the science behind developing. I developed, like I know how to code, but if you ask me to like make Pong, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? And that Pong is a pretty simple fucking game. So I know the science behind it. I know like the run times of certain algorithms and shit like that. And like I wasn't a bad student, I got a three point four GPA. Solid, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't know the practical use of, or the, not the practical use, but like um, how to put it into practice, yeah. right? And then there's the problem with the job market, where it's like, I think in Corona specifically too, it got worse with this, where uh, now it's it's tighter. It's yeah, so people can get a mid level engineer for entry level price because everyone's desperate for a fucking job so now it's like you go to guys unfortunately that is the end of this episode this is where the audio recorder cut off um i appreciate you guys listening i hope you guys tune in for part two on wednesday until then i'll see you fuckers later